Trigger warning. The following episode contains references to gore, racism, animal cruelty, human suffering, death, factual inaccuracies, several entitled people making light of all these things. If any of the aforementioned topics cause you discomfort, you may want to listen to a different episode. Today I'll be using a suicide rap, writing The Widowmaker, and competing in the Orphan Challenge. I'm Adam. A suicide rap is a what? I just wanted some spicy sushi. I'm Sean. Now just get on down there and grab the apple. I'm Andy. Some days, you just have to take the bull by the lip. I'm Kelly, and this is Acid Pop. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Acid Pop. Today, we're going to be talking about rodeos. Yeehaw! (laughs) Which, as Nevadans, I think we all have a passing familiarity with. What if this is my first rodeo? (laughs) (laughs) Then you're in for a good time. Well, she made it sound salacious. (laughs) Etymology of rodeo, it goes back to Spanish rodeo, Hmm. meaning pen for cattle at fair or market. Wow, that's pretty specific. Okay. And that can be traced back to the Latin rotere, or to go around. (laughs) (laughs) There's a rodeo in the road. Go around. (laughs) So basically, rodeo has the same root as rotate. Weird. (laughs) The word rodeo wasn't used regularly until the 1920s. Hmm. Before that, they were called Wild West shows or frontier days. That tracks. Man, before the 1920s, that's when we still had a Wild West. So. Yeah. Did they call it the Wild West back then? Well, no, no. They, they, they called it a Wild West show back east. And oh. over here, they called it uh, Frontier Days. <laughs> they called it, let's go get those cows. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's just work at this point. Well, damn, Jerry, you did that real fast. I, I'm going to time you next time. <laughs> <laughs> so, bull goes back to either Proto-Germanic bulon, meaning to roar, or to Proto-Indo-European behel, meaning to blow or swell. Mm, yes. Hmm. They're not sure which root is correct. There's a joke in there somewhere. <laughs> so I'm, not, I'm not touching that one. It's too easy. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Correct. And bronco goes back to Spanish bronco. Does this mean horse? <laughs> Actually, it means rough or rude. Huh. <laughs> what a rude horse. Somebody should tell Ford. <laughs> And cowboy, no real etymology here, but it only goes back to 1849, which I thought was interesting. From cow and boy. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Root word boy. (laughs) And uh, the only thing I found sort of interesting about that one is that cowboy was used before 1849, but it was used as a descriptor for marauding British loyalists during the Revolutionary War. What? Weird. (laughs) Did they ride cows or something? (laughs) (laughs) They escaped out west. They invented the 10-gallon hat. So for fears, we have both bovinophobia, for fear of cows or cattle. They got four stomachs. There's a lot to be afraid of. (laughs) (laughs) And we've probably pissed them off at this point. Yes. We made them too delicious. I'd hold a grudge. And also equinophobia, which is fear of horses. Should also be afraid of horses because they're too majestic. (laughs) (laughs) Too perfect. And they're always trying to kill Sean. It's true. So in place of science, we're just going to do like a paragraph of history here. 
rodeos like to pretend to be this all-American thing rooted in the Old West, but a lot of the practices go back to Spanish ranchers. I was going to say, all the words sound like they come from Spain. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And Mexican ranch hands. So all the wrangling and bullfighting dates back to the 16th century conquistadors. And that's like when you find out all the spaghetti westerns were filmed in Italy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So on to our acid pop quiz. Everybody ready with their rodeo facts? Giddy up. I've got, I subscribe to rodeo facts. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You are five times more likely to suffer a catastrophic injury as a rodeo contestant than as a football player. And to be Ooh. clear, catastrophic is something with lifelong consequences or death. Five times. Oh, geez. I'm going to... I mean, football's pretty far up yeah, there, though. I'm, I'm going to say false because those those boys are turning their brains into jelly on like a nightly basis. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll say true. All right. Five times is a bit of an understatement. <laughs> so in football, one in 100,000 players suffer catastrophic injury. Oh, really? That's all. I didn't even know if uh, we have 100,000 100, football players. <laughs> I thought they were getting like micro concussions all the time or something. We'll get into that. <laughs> okay. Um, in rodeo, it's 20 in 100,000. Oh, okay. And that's things like broken spines, broken necks, death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, death does affect the rest of your life. It's true. <laughs> so... Some rodeo participants wear bulletproof vests or flak jackets to protect themselves from injury. Just in case the cow has a gun. Yeah, <laughs> really ornery horses. <laughs> I don't know. That that seems false to me. It's like you wouldn't be the fastest rider if you're up there with your Kevlar on. Yeah, I'm going to say cowboys don't have any truck for that. And so false. I mean, I'd like to say I've known quite a few cowboys in my day, and I don't know of any that have ever worn a flak jacket. <laughs> Maybe, maybe it's to absorb the bullets from all the people going, yeehaw! Oh, yeah, it's when everybody shoots their guns in the air. But in that case, you'd want like a wide-brimmed hat that was made out of metal. <laughs> Black hat? A lead hat. <laughs> Get yourself a Kung Lao hat. <laughs> when you tip your hat to somebody, you have to use both hands to tip it back up. Whoa. <laughs> so you're all wrong. Oh, that's This oh, is good. true. But it, uh... Doesn't seem to help much. Yeah. I mean, bulletproof vests stop really fast, small impacts, not big, hard impacts. I'm, I'm going to ask my relatives who may or may not be cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all have relatives who are cowboys here. That's true. Um, so, yeah, that's actually the exactly the quote I have, Sean. We're not worried about a bullet with an extremely hard velocity and a very concentrated pressure. Bull's feet are bigger than the spread of our hands, and so they distribute this force over a bigger area. Yeah. Bulls feet, not like bullets. (laughs) That's just in. (laughs) All right. Bulls buck because they have a flank strap tied around their testicles. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that's true. I've heard this, but it could just be one of those (laughs) cowboy tails. I'm positive that there's a strap down there usually. I don't know if that's what it's for, but I think that's true. I'll go with true. I'll say true sometimes. This is false, but it is a pretty common myth. Um, they are not tied around the testicles, nor are they spiked, which is another common myth. <laughs> um, it is an irritant and they do buck more when they have one, but it's, uh, it's not doing anything more than squeezing. No, thank you. <laughs> I did not know bulls had spiked testicles. <laughs> <laughs> I just said they don't, Andy. Oh, oh yeah, It's a common myth that they have thorns all over them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
All right. Last of our true and false. In early rodeos, women often participated in the same events as the men against men. False. I mean, if we were to believe the the educational short Junior Rodeo Daredevils, <laughs> the women were participating in the same events. So I'm going to say true. <laughs> I, I really want to say true. I don't think that's right, but I'm going to say true. And they had to do it side saddle. <laughs> <laughs> with, their, with all their dresses and petticoats and whatnot. <laughs> this is, in fact, true. Oh, man. Uh, they did both bronc busting and bull riding in the late 1800s and early 1900s. What about ghost busting? <laughs> <laughs> Never on horseback. Oh, they, 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 they let the women do that once and the internet exploded. <laughs> <laughs> so public sentiment turned against this in the late 1920s when a woman named... Bonnie McCarroll was killed in 1929. Um, the horse she was riding, Black Cat, was fell- sentenced to 20 years in prison. <laughs> <laughs> fell and went into a somersault. <laughs> Tuck uh, and roll. Bonnie's foot was caught in the stirrup and she was knocked cold. The horse continued to buck as Bonnie's hung limp oh. and unconscious, Ooh, no. uh, her head hitting the ground each time the horse bucked. Oh, no, look, she's still moving. <laughs> like the world's most unpleasant metronome. <laughs> She did not survive, and it was sort of a uh, kerfuffle, and after that, women weren't allowed to participate in those events, and still don't. Hmm. Oh my god, women are delicate. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I I believe my head would also explode if I was... (laughs) Yeah, but no one cares about men. Yeah. Like, so, besides, I guess, segregating the, the competitions, like, what are the differences between what men are doing in rodeos and what women are doing in rodeos. I don't think women ride bulls. They barrel race. And yeah, they do barrel racing tie. and mm-hmm. roping. Yeah. Okay. I, I thought maybe there was like a, a lady bull that they would ride or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's called just a cow. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just a regular bull, but they put like eyeliner on it or something. <laughs> All right. Moving on to our short answer. In bull riding, you have to stay on the bull for eight seconds touching it only with your riding hand. Fall off, you get zero points. Bull riding is judged by two judges, each who can award up to 25 points for the rider and 25 points for the bull. (laughs) The bull wins. (laughs) So you can get a total of 100 points. How many people have scored a perfect 100? Ooh. Uh, 17. Uh, Eight. Oh, man. 20. You all went over. Whoa. Wow, really? The answer is one. Whoa. Wow. What a stud. <laughs> Wade Leslie, a five foot two, 125 pound horseshoer. He's a farrier? <laughs> and Wolfman Skull, a 2,000 pound bull. Scored the- oh, I thought that was his last name or something. <laughs> <laughs> Leslie Wolfman. <laughs> <laughs> scored the only perfect 100 ever awarded. Man. This was in 1991. Wow. Wow. In a sad follow-up, 10 years later, the guy got behind the wheel drunk, Uh, drove into a creek, and was paralyzed from the waist down. uh, Why'd you have to ruin it for me? Well, all you have to do is hold on to the bull with one hand, so he's still good. (laughs) Important lesson in uh, not being unbreakable. (laughs) All right. Um, In four years... Oh, it's a future question. One second. Let me read this to make sure it... (laughs) Where do you see yourself? (laughs) She's just making predictions now. <laughs> How can this be trivia? <laughs> sorry, sorry. We'll get back to you. <laughs> let me let me give the context. So they did a study over four years at the championship level. Oh. In this study, what percentage of rodeo participants did they find to be injured? 
What percentage? 70. 70. Say 80. Oh, man. That feels too high. Ah, uh, 40. I'm going to just help you guys out again. This was in all events. All events. Not just bull riding. No. So roping. No. 15. 50. 40. Andy's the closest without going over. Mm. It's 20%. Yeah, one in five. <laughs> We should note, though, that bull riding was the most dangerous with 20 injuries huh. to 18 competitors. <laughs> <laughs> bull riders need the most attention. Barrel, so let me try that again. Barrel racing was safest with no one injured. Not even the barrels. Well, barrels don't go very fast, so you can pretty much walk and beat them. <laughs> barrels hardly ever buck. So rodeos are super dangerous hmm, and true <laughs> one of the injuries other than all the sprains and breaks and trampling that's getting more attention is concussions yeah so just like football players rodeo cowboys are constantly injuring their heads and after a recent suicide of a cowboy named ty Pazabon, who was suffering from cte which is the same thing all the football players are suffering from these days he had all the neurological symptoms, the memory loss, the personality changes, the trouble focusing. And after he died, this started getting discussed a bit more seriously. In just one of this man's concussions, he was already unconscious when he was thrown from the bull. And when he landed, the bull stomped on his helmet and split it in two. Thank God for that helmet. Now, we have a video of this if you want to click that link. And describe it to our listening audience. This is an article, so you're going to have to scroll down a bit to find it. Scroll. Scrolls. Uh, a little further. Wow, that thing's really going. Whoa. Oh, no. That okay. helmet went way too flat. And now he's just like, oh, it kicked in the face. <sighs> Jeez. I'd like to hope that I would wake up at that point, but I guess not. It's just only so much your head can take. Yeah, he survived that, but <laughs> his brain was not in the best shape afterwards it's got to be realigned so basically he flew off a bull hit the ground and then the bull river danced on his face for a while <laughs> yeah. and a bunch of clowns were like hey over here over here and the bull's like i'm, I'm busy yeah he, he fell off immediately got his helmet stumped on and then got kicked in the face a few more times <sighs> so what percentage of animals are injured during the average rodeo oh honestly it's probably less I don't know. I think Let's, it's more. We'll be specific. This is the professional circuit. I'm going with 15% again. That sounds good. I'll say 20. I'm going to say 40 again. So in the statistics I could find, it was less than 1% wow. in the professional Whoa. rodeo circuit. That's pretty good. I keep saying professional for a reason. <laughs> uh, this, wow. this was really hard information to find as searching rodeo animal injuries either brings up angry PETA articles or really glowing rodeo fan articles and nothing in between. We're not exactly talking about, uh, what is it? Uh, what is, what's the Spanish thing? Bullfighting? Yeah, yeah, we're not talking about bullfighting yeah. where they use like swords and spears and stuff. Most of the danger seems to be for the people. I feel kind of special then because I actually witnessed a pretty bad one. That we'll, we'll talk about that a little later. But That is the 1%. I'm going to talk a little bit more about animal treatment in a bit. But first, we have some terms. What is a blooper? <laughs> it is a jellyfish that is consistently threatening Mario's life. Yeah. So uh, believe they're actually white squid. <laughs> That's when a cowboy can't remember his lines. <laughs> he says, yee-haw? <laughs> <laughs> and they have to put him back into the cow chute and do the bull riding again. <laughs> 
So this is an animal with very little bucking ability, who mostly just jumps and runs around the ring. Like a snake. Just kind of skip. <laughs> so that's 50% of your score. You don't want something to just run around complacently. Yeah. Wait, so part of my score is the animal being in a bad mood? Yes. <laughs> like, that's not even determined. That's not based on my performance. <laughs> well, How dislikable are you? <laughs> Well, I don't know if you get out there and the horse is doing dressage instead of bucking up and down. I don't feel like that's my fault. <laughs> what is mutton busting? It's like bull wrestling, but with sheep. Yeah, it's when the little kids ride the sheep. I, I, I think both of you guys are right, so I'm just going to agree and shake my head up and down. Yeah, this is when you put toddlers on sheep. <laughs> Yay, it's um, adorable. <laughs> five to seven-year-olds on the back of the sheep and told to hold on tight. <laughs> or no ice cream. Run, kid. When does Autumn get her first mutton? <laughs> what is grabbing the apple? <laughs> is this tugging? Is this, is this tugging on a bull's testes? That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, it's got to be right. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go in a different way. It's when you grab the Adam's apple of the bull around the throat. You threaten to rip the bull's throat out. Make him sound like, like Harvey Firestein. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think cowboys do? I don't know. I feel like this is some sort of like uh, actual I ranch. I task. saw Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> Southam grabbed that apple. <laughs> so this is when you touch any part of the saddle with your free hand during a bull ride. Hmm. It disqualifies you. Ah, see, thanks for clearing that up. That would have made for an embarrassing rodeo outing. <laughs> when you're oh, it's like, oh, go grab the apple. And I'm like, oh. You're at dinner with your uncle, and he's like, oh, so I accidentally grabbed the apple the other day. <laughs> What does rank mean in the rodeo world? It's how bad the pen smells. It's it's how high up you are in the cowboy rankings, and you can only challenge number one if you have the number two hat. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you've got to have the bigger hat. <laughs> <laughs> two of them are just gigantic. Uh, I don't know. It's like a, it's probably like an admiral bull wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> He, he, he does the same pole wrestling as everyone else, but he has like really big shoulder boards. <laughs> so rank is a description of an animal, a bull or a bronco, who is particularly difficult to ride and aggressive. So you want a rank bull because you need one to win. Mm. Last, what is a suicide rap? Oh, I what Tupac did. <laughs> believe that was a homicide <laughs> <laughs> a suicide wrap is when you wrap your hand to the saddle of the horse so oh, you can't no. get free i think you're yeah. right i'm pretty sure that's when you like tie your wrist to the horse gentlemen you are correct <laughs> it's when you wrap your hand up in such a way that you can hold on real tight which is good until you need to let go <laughs> and then you have to rip the whole saddle off the horse or your fingers <laughs> yeah once it pulls your arm off, you're fine. Okay, so that's it for our acid pop quiz. We're going to start by talking about the animal treatment at the rodeo. Oh, I'm sure it's great. They have a spa. Everything's fine. <laughs> so this was something I really wanted to talk about because it seems necessary in talking about rodeos. But as I mentioned, it's really hard to find <laughs> any disinterested sources. So I contacted noted Reno animal expert, my dad, Hello, my dad, and asked him what he thought. So apparently professional rodeos do pretty well as far as animal welfare goes. They're pretty careful about that sort of thing because they can get in trouble. But that doesn't mean the animals want to be there. 
Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's like a job for them. They don't want to be there. Bulls don't like being ridden. Calves don't like being roped. And sheep don't like being held onto by sticky handed toddlers. <laughs> <laughs> And in the smaller rodeos, they still do use electric prods to get the animals bucking out of the gate. Oh, fun. Right in there. Um, What was it? Cowboy apple? What was it? (laughs) Grab that apple. So if you're going to go to the rodeo, I guess go for the big ones, not the small local ones. No backyard amateur rodeos. Yeah. (laughs) That's just what big rodeo wants you to think. And he also mentioned that no matter how well the animals are treated when they're in the pro circuit, and they are treated well, when they retire, a lot of the horses end up as dog food and the cows end up on our plates. Well, yeah, but I mean, that's what happens to most cows. So Yeah. Yeah. Dog food. My dog doesn't eat a horse. (laughs) Are you sure? No. (laughs) For truly cruel treatment, he asked me to call out horse tripping. Which kind of takes the cake here. It's when you give a horse LSD. (laughs) They buck better that way. Yeah. (laughs) But very slowly. (laughs) (laughs) So this event is more common in Mexico, but it's certainly present in the U.S. And in it, the competitors, either on horseback or on the ground, lasso the front or hind legs of a running horse, causing the animal to come crashing to the ground. Ah. Yeah, that seems very dangerous to the horse. Well, they just do it again and again with the same horse until it breaks a leg or is otherwise lame. Wow. They're just trying to kill it? No, thank you. Well, you don't want to waste the horse. Yeah, I think the horse would catch on at some point. And you can sort of imagine what happens to the horse after that. Do they take the shotgun out? Glue. <laughs> like, sorry, girl. <laughs> this was an unavoidable accident. All right. So let's uh, leave that happy thought behind and move on to a little bit of rodeo history. We're going to talk about Bill Pickett. In the old west. <laughs> We can't trace the origin of a lot of rodeo events except to say they're things that happened on ranches. But there's one we do know really specifically, and that's bulldogging, Hmm. which is now called steer wrestling. Hmm. Hmm. And this was introduced by Bill Pickett, a child of black and native parents. He worked as a cowboy on a Texas ranch and then joined a Wild West show where he performed his bulldogging stunt. He grabbed the steer's head and bit its upper lip, then wrestled it to the ground. (laughs) Can't you see? I love you. (laughs) That can't taste good. Since bulldogs were known to control cattle by biting on their lower lips and ferociously hanging on, Pickett sort of figured he could do the same thing. (laughs) No dog's going to show me up. (laughs) (laughs) Think of all the money I'll save. So steer wrestling became a pretty standard rodeo competition, although few cowboys were willing to copy Pickett's lip biting method. (laughs) I think this is what my grandpa used to do, but I don't know if he did lip biting. (laughs) So we actually have footage of this. If you want to open that second video and go to the one minute mark, this is a very old video. It is very old. Oh, I love the music. Her clunk. Okay. That's He's really whisks me away. He's putting him in a, in a headlock, huh? Oh. Yeah. Oh, round two. Say uncle. He's grabbing him by the horns and then it's like making him go to the ground. Yeah. Gotta be pretty strong for that, I assume. This makes me suspect of cow tipping. So this is, you're going to see the <laughs> lip bite here. He does do it. Her. And now he's waving his hat around in victory. I assume he's hooting and a hollering. <laughs> oh. Yeah, he's just, he's just in there, man. Yay. I feel like you'd have more luck with the apple. <laughs> the cow has laid down and is no longer moving. Uh, I'm stuck. Please help. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. I wonder how they get that close without just getting gored. Well, the, the, the trick is to sneak up on a bull that's already docile and then kick it in the face once you have it. <laughs> a bull can only strike if it's coiled. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was very funny. 
So Pickett introduced and popularized this, but he couldn't always perform it, as some locations wouldn't allow a black man to participate in the rodeo. Oh, and sometimes he forgot his breath spray. Yeah. He would occasionally claim to be a full-blooded Native American to get around this. <laughs> and unsurprisingly, for the time, his nickname was the Dusky Demon. Ooh, that's pretty cool. Wow. He continued to work for 30 years. Wow. Uh, until he was kicked in the head by a horse and died of his injuries. <sighs> well, that's... Damn seems, it. <laughs> seems like that's going to be par for the course for a lot. That's a lot of cow lips to bite. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, that's why they named him the demon. Demon's well known for biting the lower lips of things. <laughs> Traditionally. He was the first African-American in the Cowboy Hall of Fame, hmm. which is apparently a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting side note, when the USPS decided to put him on a stamp, they accidentally used a picture of his brother. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. I guess I wouldn't have known the difference. <laughs> Those half black, half Native American cow lip biters all look the same. <laughs> <laughs> Say what you will. <laughs> Rodeos are, as we've established, just as much about the animals as the people. So we're going to talk about a very particular bull. Hmm. Bodacious. Oh, radical. <laughs> Cowabunga. Bulls of this nature. <laughs> 1,800 pounds of pure leave me alone. <laughs> Bodacious is generally considered the rankest bull ever to perform in the rodeo circuit. Just a Woo. smelly thing. So for bull riders, this is sort of a mixed blessing because 50% of their score requires the bull to be really pissed off about being ridden. Yeah. But also, you have to be able to hold on. <laughs> and this bull was completely bald. <laughs> yeah, he insisted on being oiled up before every match. <laughs> Yeah, he could throw most people within eight seconds without a second thought. And we're going to focus on one of Bodacious's last performances before he was retired for being too damn good at saying, <laughs> would you mind not sitting on me? See how much fight you have in you when you're a hamburger. <laughs> I think they actually put him out as a breeder, so that's good. Yeah, that's what we need. An entire generation of angry bulls. Yeah. Super bulls. That's what the cowboys need. So this is the story of Tough Heedman's Rides of Bodacious. With an S? Rides? Yep. Okay. He, he rode him three times. Ah, like arch nemesis. <laughs> the first two, he didn't make eight seconds. <laughs> on the third one, he stayed on, scoring 95, which is excellent. Yeah, that's real good. Well, thought Heedman, I've mastered this bull. Nothing to worry about. Uh oh Now's the twist. <laughs> then there was a knock at his door. <laughs> 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 So after that, Bodacious took a few years off due to an injury and apparently did some studying up during his break <laughs> and came back more dangerous than ever. <laughs> really been hitting the books. I don't know why we gave him that textbook, How to Fuck Up Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> so Heedman's fourth ride on this bowl went a very different way. He lasted four seconds. Go ahead and click that third link. It's right off the bat. This sounds like a good movie. Okay. Okay. Oh, my God. Whoa. Holy. Whoa. Well, okay. Oh, goodness. Oh. Oh, goodness. oh, God, no. <laughs> it looks like he doesn't know what happened. Goodness me. Someone want to describe that to me? Bogus. So, bodacious. The, I, I was ex expecting like one of those big uh, black bulls, but it was, it was like a cream-colored bull. Bucks this man off immediately and just destroys his face. Yeah, it looks like he went up in the air, and when he was coming back down, he rotated in such a way that he, his face hit the bowl instead of his butt. <laughs> Bodacious broke every major bone in Heedman's face. Oh, and most of the minor ones, too. I only have, like, two bones in my face, don't I? <laughs> 
It took two surgeries totaling 13 hours and six titanium plates to reconstruct it. I'm stronger than ever now. I'd also like to point out that Podacious was rippling with muscle as though he'd been taking steroids for years. (laughs) (laughs) He'd been working out. Heedman said when he returned home from the hospital, his head was was so swollen he was unrecognizable to his four-year-old son. (laughs) To quote Tuff, when I was walking out of the arena, I bit down and my teeth didn't come together. So I figured my jaw was broken. So I figured no more of that. (laughs) I didn't realize my whole face was smashed. But when I looked at people looking at me, they looked like they'd seen the devil. (laughs) Monster. (laughs) They couldn't find the ambulance driver. So I sat down and watched (laughs) the event on TV back behind the chutes for a little while. He was out back having a smoke. (laughs) I told someone to go tell my wife, Tracy, I was fine so she wouldn't worry. (laughs) I was distracted by the gentle (laughs) plinking of my teeth hitting the floor every few seconds. (laughs) Some jokester gave me an apple. (laughs) (laughs) When I got in the ambulance, I could feel my eyes swelling shut. (laughs) Now, Tuff looked a little different when all this was over, but he took it well. It damn sure rearranged my face and altered my appearance forever. But I wasn't really worried about that. If I'd been Clark Gable, it might have been different. <laughs> the good news is I was ugly to begin with, so it really wasn't much of a loss. And I'm ugly full of metal. I, I'd like to point out that this was like a, it looked like it happened in the 90s and the guy is referencing Clark Gable as so though he's the handsomest boy. <laughs> have I been displaced in time? <laughs> that bull kicked me forward in time. <laughs> So the next person to ride Bodacious was understandably concerned. (laughs) Is that his name? (laughs) That's a terrible cowboy name. (laughs) Next up, quaking with nerves. (laughs) To protect himself, he wore a hockey mask. Jason Voorhees. Trying to scare the bull. (laughs) Hockey masks are good at stopping pucks. Yeah. They are not for stopping bulls. Bull hooves, not like pucks. (laughs) You're entering there and kill, kill, kill. Ride, ride, ride. So the mask shattered from the force of Bodacious's devastating buck, and the headbutt left him knocked out with a broken nose and a busted eye socket. Jeez, Bo. Yeah, lots of metal spikes in his face from the hockey mask. After that, the owner decided to retire Bodacious before he killed someone. (laughs) You've killed enough. (laughs) Well, he really wants to rearrange Cowboys' faces. Gonna get myself a Bodacious makeover. (laughs) So, speaking of killing someone, we're on to rodeo deaths. These come in two flavors, bronc busting and bull riding. It's no no mutton deaths. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I did find two recent deaths of barrel racers, both of children under 13. Oh, you said no injuries happened in barrel racing. At the championship level, these were children. Oh, okay. And actually, they both died when their horses tripped or otherwise fell on them before the event. Oh. So I didn't count them, but they were very sad. One was a girl of 10. So deaths by bronc busting. In both cases, both bronc busting and bull riding, all the deaths are pretty similar. So I'm just choosing one representative sample. 2012, Vegas, J.D. Jones, 25, was in fourth place at the Indian National Rodeo when he was thrown from the saddle. His foot was tangled in the saddle rigging which left him unable to escape the horse's hooves. Mm. The horse stepped on his head, then fell on him before hundreds of fans. Slipped on his face like a banana peel. So he died right there, and the horse was also severely injured and had to be put down. (laughs) Well, they're bucking broncos in heaven. (laughs) Other recent deaths include a 17-year-old in the year 2000 and a 19-year-old in 2016. Yeah, well, seems like you're taking your life in your own hands when you do that stuff. Yeah, rodeo is really hard on the body, so a lot of the people who die are young because the participants are young. Don't see a lot of old cowboys these days. <laughs> For deaths by bull riding, 
There is one particularly famous example, Lane Frost. Hmm. So on July 30th, 1989, at the Cheyenne Frontier Days Rodeo, Lane completed an 85-point ride on a bull named Taking Care of Business and dismounted. <laughs> so he was done. He'd done his eight seconds. He'd gotten a good score. The bull, on its way out, turned and rammed Lane, breaking <laughs> several of his ribs and severing an artery. Oh. He initially rose to his feet, yelling for help, but as he was signaling for help, he fell to the ground again, and his broken ribs punctured his heart oh, and lungs. Oh, wow. Stop it, no! Collapsed like a Jenga tower. <laughs> it was after this that bull riders started wearing flak jackets. <laughs> oh. Okay, fair enough, I guess. <laughs> on the bright side, he took third in the event. <laughs> Hang that on his gravestone. <laughs> Got a copper medal in heaven. The announcers inappropriately began to play the song Taking Care of Business. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so those are the stories I have for you. What are the stories you have for me? <laughs> See, I, I've been to a rodeo, but I was not interested. Yeah. I've been to lots and lots of rodeos, but I can't say I have any like notable stories from any of them. I have uh, two things. First, my mom and my dad pretty much met in the rodeo. My mom was a barrel racer and my dad was a bull rider. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, my mom did very well. My dad did well too, but my dad, I think, broke his collarbone and also he got like stabbed in the face by a bull and that's when he decided he'd Jeez. had enough. Yeah, your dad was telling us a story and he was saying his last ride was the one ride where he decided to try that suicide grip. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> feel like there's a warning in there somewhere. <laughs> Probably the best story I ever heard was my mom likes horses. She's ridden horses for a long time. And my dad described what my mom's technique was for breaking in a new horse. And a note here is my mom is about five foot two. Yeah. So my dad would stand outside of the pen with a one foot length of rubber hose. And then my mom would get on the horse and just sit there. And then the horse would buck and kick and jump and kick. And she'd just hang on for dear life. And then finally the horse would kick her off and she'd fly through the air, hit the ground, get up, stop over to my dad, grab this rubber hose, walk up to the horse, reach up to its face and pull its face down to her level and then beat it in the face with this rubber hose. <laughs> Jeez. And she would just do that until the horse was seeing stars then she'd throw the host to my dad get back up open the horse and just sit there until it started kicking again instant interrogation techniques <laughs> yeah that was how my mom broke in horses and my other story was one time I went to a rodeo when I was in college. It was a horse bucking event and a guy was riding a horse and the horse was going all over the place and it got a little too close to the edge of the pen, the arena or the rink, whatever. Yeah. And there was a chain link fence along the outside and the horse went down oh, no. and then its head hit the chain link fence and then it whooshed its head up. And when it whooshed its head up, it basically peeled off its face like a Halloween mask. Oh, God. No! Jeez. And its whole its whole face, like from the middle of its ears to its top lip, was hanging from its top uh, lip in front of the horse. And the horse just like immediately went into shock. Like it was freaking out. I can't imagine why. <laughs> and the rider got down and all it, like they rushed out there and they got the horse out of there. But all I remember is the announcer going, he's okay, folks. No need to worry. He's perfectly fine. I'm like, his face is hanging off. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that was my... Uh, you just made a horse that one of the four horsemen ride. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's like a promotion, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess. 
Yeah, I don't have any specific stories. I mean, I've definitely been to rodeos and my extended family is in rodeo. In fact, my mom's cousin put Sean's dad on his first bull. Yeah. Oh, wow. Welcome to Nevada and Sparks, where everyone knows everyone. <laughs> <Just> about. <laughs> but he's actually the, uh, that cousin is still in the rodeo. He does senior rodeo these days. <laughs> the senior rodeo. <laughs> where I can only hope the bulls are also elderly. <laughs> can you open your pills while on the back of a horse? <laughs> I think senior in rodeo terms must be like 40, though. <laughs> like if you're still moving and haven't broken any significant bones. <laughs> It's like old-timey life expectancy. <laughs> it's a venerable age of 28. <laughs> All right. Moving on to what are your morals worth? <sighs> so one thing we haven't talked about yet is rodeo clowns. Oh, man. I did mention rodeo clowns. <laughs> I, I used to know them. So rodeo clowns, also called barrel men, have a difficult job. Yeah. When a bull rider is thrown, it's their job to distract the bull from any murder it might feel like committing. <laughs> Often they get the bull's attention and then run and hide in a specially prepared barrel, which is why they're called barrel men. They get injured. A lot. Yeah. Rodeo clowns make between $100 and $500 a show. Oh, jeez. They have to pay all their own expenses, including travel costs and the cost of their own barrel. Oh. How much would you charge for a show doing the job of a rodeo clown? Oh, boy. So you said $100 to $500 a show? Yes. Certainly more than that. How many shows? Is it like one show a day? Um, it depends. I mean, they in a year, I think I saw that they make. I think it was like thirty to forty thousand. No. But they're traveling, and uh, and that's on the high end. Yeah, that's not super great. Yeah. Can I dress as Pennywise? <laughs> <laughs> can I scare the bull? <laughs> you can choose whatever outfit you like. That's a plus. I mean, plus. you'd probably get a pretty good name for yourself if you dressed up like Pennywise, Andy. Hmm. It's a little literary for the rodeo circuit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel as though I'm very fast. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also tall, so fitting in a barrel. What if you what if you just wore your barrel all the time? Like <laughs> like old poor people used to do in comics and stuff where it was on like suspenders. Yeah, 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 yeah. These are very heavy barrels. They're supposed to withstand a bull. Don't skip like that. <laughs> the Pennywise dance is gonna be the kickingest. <laughs> It'd kinda just be your ankles if you're wearing a barrel. <laughs> I I don't want to I don't want to bull. <laughs> so I'm just gonna go two thousand bucks a show. You're saving lives. Yeah. At the risk of your own. I don't even know if two thousand's enough. Like if I'm only doing this once, man. And I, I have zero experience, so it's just like, uh, how fast do bulls run? I don't know how to make a bull angry. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a squirt gun full of Tabasco. <laughs> oh god. See if you can find me with one friggin' eye. <laughs> No, nah, no way. 2000. I, you'd have to give me six months off at least. So I'll say 50,000. Whoa. I mean, 2000 seems fairly reasonable. Sounds like a, a diamond studded rodeo clown. <laughs> <laughs> the gilded rodeo clown. If you want to see that bull maul me to death, you're going to, it's not going to come cheap. <laughs> I'll say 5,000 a show. Yeah. Yeah. As we've discussed previously, I have delicate little bones. <laughs> Most delicate bones. You'd be the you'd be the clown for the lady rodeo. <laughs> yeah, if I could just take care of the barrel racing, that'd be fine. But <laughs> hey, barrel, look over here. <laughs> I want to be a barrelman for barrel racing. Right, jump out of the barrel while they're running by. <laughs> Do the opposite of save lives. I'll put them in danger. It's like whack a mole for the horses. <laughs> 
jump out of there with this once again squirt gun full of tabasco sauce and an air horn <laughs> it's like the and they have like the flags from flag football on them so now i have to try and like take the flags off the horse you're creating a new event at this point yeah um i feel like i want to charge less than sean but significantly more than you guys <laughs> i'm gonna say twenty five thousand. you have to be competitive in this market yeah Let's note that I'm not going to be a very good rodeo clown. My role will mostly be the running and hiding. Yeah, I was, I was about to say, like, by the time I see that man flying off a bull, I'm already in the barrel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's coming for me now. <laughs> like, that sounded awful, whatever it was. Maybe a rodeo clown in one of those really big inflatable balls that I wander around in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just get bounced around the arena. Yeah, then Adam suffocates us. <laughs> <laughs> As it slowly deflates. All right. I think that's all for this week. Thank you for joining us, and goodbye. Bye. Thanks to my co-hosts for joining me today. Thanks to Gerard, our awesome editor. And thanks to you for tuning in. If you'd like more information about today's episode, check out our website at acidpoppodcast.podbean.com. You can join us on our subreddit, Acid Pop Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Acid Pop Podcast for updates almost every month. Or you can send us an email at acidpoppodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time. We're recording, Adam. You want to go first? <clears throat> do I just say the... I don't have to like spell out the email, do I? I don't think so. Thanks to Gerard, our awesome editor, or you can send us an email at acidpoppodcast at gmail.com. You, you might want to uh, put space in between those. What do you mean, oh. like the sentences? So pause longer here, just in case he wants to cut that somewhere else. That's what Andy's saying. Thanks to Gerard, our editor. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Our okay editor. <laughs> Thanks to Gerard, our awesome editor, or you can send us an email at acidpoppodcast at gmail.com. Larson, can you turn off the volume on your thing? Shit. Hey, Vector, go to sleep. I see. You don't have interruptions for yours. Fuck you. <laughs> That's what he was saying. Hey, Vector, go to sleep. Thanks for joining us. Blech. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for, thanks for joining us. It's a down-home country podcast. <laughs> thanks for Jesus. <laughs> we'll see you next time thank you yeah, that's canon now thanks for joining us and we'll see you next time give me one second to shut my robot up ah hey Vector go to sleep yeah, that's right yeah stupid robot <laughs>